Welcome to the last weekly box office countdown. I'm Kevin Williams, and we're starting from the bottom up. Clint Eastwood directed drama Richard Jewell continues to implode at the box office. Not only being Eastwood's worst wide release opening ever, it just tumbled from last week's 7 to number 10, making its third week on the countdown in all probability its last. Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot Robbie's workplace drama, Bombshell, is having the box office impact of a cherry bomb, losing 8% of its already lackluster ticket sales and falling from last week's sixth place to number nine. Taylor Swift, James Corden, and Jason Derulo's musical, Cats, lost 27% of its audience in its second week and is projected to lose Universal more than $70 million, which is definitely a tough furball to swallow. The feline flop falls from last week's four to number eight. I guess cats don't always land on their feet. In crime thriller Uncut Gems, Howard Ratner, Adam Sandler, is a charismatic New York City jeweler, always on the lookout for the next big score. When he makes a series of high-stake bets that could lead him to the windfall of a lifetime, Howard must perform a precarious high-wire act, balancing business, family, and encroaching adversaries on all sides in his relentless pursuit of the ultimate win. Well, Uncut was definitely a gem with movie critics, who gave it a certified fresh 93% on the tomato meter. But moviegoers clearly weren't fans of Adam Sandler's taste in jewelry, giving Uncut Gems a 54% audience score and a 7th place top 10 debut. After five weeks at the box office, Daniel Craig, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Chris Evans's dark comedy whodunit, Knives Out, is still sharp, improving on last week's ticket sales by over 49% and falling just one spot from last week's five to number six. Super spy Lance Sterling, Will Smith, and scientist Walter Beckett, Tom Holland, are almost exact opposites. Lance is smooth, suave, and debonair. Walter is not. But when events take an unexpected turn, this unlikely duo is forced to team up for the ultimate mission that will require an almost impossible disguise, transforming Lance into a brave, fierce, majestic pigeon. With the whole world in peril, Walter and Lance suddenly have to work as a team. Even though Spies in Disguise is a Disney Company release, it was produced by Fox Animation and was acquired by Disney earlier this year after they bought 21st Century Fox's assets. Critics gave Spies a 72% tomato meter rating, which isn't too shabby. But moviegoers like the pairing of the current Spider-Man and one of the former Men in Black even more, giving Spies in Disguise a 91% audience score and a 5th place countdown debut. Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, Jonathan Groff, and Josh Gad's animated adventure, Frozen 2, now has over $421.3 million in very cold hard cash in the bank, officially passing the original Frozen's domestic gross of $400.7 million, falling just one spot from last week's three to number four. In writer-director Greta Gerwig's retelling of the literary classic Little Women, four young sisters, each determined to live life on her own terms, come of age in America in the aftermath of the Civil War. 
Much to no one's surprise, critics loved a movie with Meryl Streep in it, giving the romantic drama a near-perfect 95% tomato meter rating. And moviegoers were plugged into the megawatt girl power too, giving Little Women a 92% audience score and a third-place countdown debut. Comedy adventure, Jumanji, The Next Level, leveled its ticket sales up over 33% from last week, but that wasn't enough to keep it from coming in second for another week. And finally, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, and Carrie Fisher's fantasy adventure, Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Box office receipts continue to rise, making over $72 million this weekend for a North American two-week total of $361.8 million. Disney and the entire Episode 9 cast is e-walking on sunshine as Rise of the Skywalker takes 2019's final number one. If you've seen any of the movies in this week's Top 10, search for Last Weekly on the Anchor app to call in your review using our patented Last Weekly movie rating system. If you thought the movie was good to great and people should hit the Cineplex ASAP to see it on the big screen, give it a movie theater. If the movie was just okay, but you wish you'd waited to catch it on a streaming service, then give it a Netflix. But if the movie was bad, wasting your money and time, both of which you're never getting back, then give that movie a kill. We want to hear from you. Movie theater, Netflix, or Kill? What's your verdict? Even though Kill is a last weekly box office ratings option, no movies were harmed in the making of this podcast. Now you can get social with me and the rest of the Last Weekly crew in an instant on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us at Last Weekly. And subscribe to Last Weekly on your favorite podcast app to hear our recap of the week in news, pop culture, and entertainment. Plus TV and movie trailer reviews during Trailer Talk. I'm Kevin Williams. Thanks for listening to the Last Weekly Box Office Countdown.